Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. I'm Deborah Spooner, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Andrew Murray is leading us to think through the secret of united prayer. In today's reading, Murray guides us in a reflection called the First Prayer Meeting. He starts with this verse in Acts 1.14. They all join together constantly in prayer. There's something about a hero story that just doesn't get old. Think about it. Most movies, books, news stories, even commercials often have compelling story arcs. Something happens or doesn't. There's struggle. There's a journey externally or internally, and often someone emerges as a hero. Wrapped up in honestly over a million different ways by this point in history, hero stories still compel us. And the Bible is indifferent. We know Jesus is the ultimate hero, but people of the Bible in other ways, we also refer to as heroes of the faith. Just like we do with other hero stories, we can wonder what it was like to be a part of these heroic tales. In the book of Acts, we actually get a picture of what it was like to be a part of the story of the heroes of the early church. Though there are amazing action-packed stories, when we look even deeper, we see a description of the atmosphere of this inner circle, and it's not what you might expect. With the focus verse Murray guides us in today, we see the early followers of Jesus, they all join together constantly in prayer. This united our heroes. As Murray then leads us, we discover here the importance of what he says is united, unceasing prayer. Today, we're going to see how this prayer for those in the early inner circle of Jesus followers still applies to us today as followers of Christ. It united them to God and to each other, and it can for us too. First, the early followers through prayer were united to God. You see, this focus verse happens in the very first chapter of the book of Acts. Right before it, we read a depiction of the ascension of Jesus. He had just left his disciples physically, and what did they do essentially immediately after? Not freak out, not go back to their life as it was before, not even have a week-long discussion of what happens next. They knew what to do. They went together back to Jerusalem, which was a really important gathering place for them, found a place upstairs as his closest followers with even some of his brothers there and began to pray. It was that important. Even though Jesus wasn't there with them anymore in body, they followed how he trained them to bring all their requests to the Father in prayer, doing this not just alone, but together. This kept them united with God as it was communicating with him. They could recall who he is, be encouraged through thanking him for what he's done, and continually ask for and release the request to him. In prayer, they kept active fellowship with God. They were united to God through prayer. Instead of causing strife and fighting, this helped keep them united to God first and secondly to each other. And that's just what we see next. This prayer kept them united to other people around them as followers of Jesus. This too lines up with what Jesus prayed that Murray reminds us of. He stated how Christ prayed that the disciples might be one as he and the Father were one so that the world might know that God loved them as he loved Christ. Prayer first reminds us who God is, but it also reminds us of who we are to each other. This, unfortunately, can be a chronically neglected aspect of prayer. Often, even when we say we're trying to follow Jesus, we can treat people who are also following him pretty poorly. It's human. We get jealous. 
even in the church. She got more recognition from that pastor than I did. He seems to be making a bigger impact. We can get petty. They didn't include me in that decision. I'm going to show them what it's like to not be included. We can hold on to past offenses. I still haven't forgiven her for that, and she doesn't even deserve it. Sadly, inside our Christian communities, we can feel just as full of strife and fighting and tension. How do we combat this? Through action, often, and wise communication, but this cannot be apart from prayer, and it can be prevented through prayer. When we pray, we remember that we are one as a body of Christ, that we are to love each other in such a way that people want to follow Jesus simply by watching us interact. It reminds us of the shared requests we all have before the Lord despite our differences, the shared purpose we have of spreading His hope, and the shared need that we all have for a Savior. This perspective check combats the petty things we want to hold on to instead. It helps us to let them go. Prayer unites us to each other. So what does a life look like that's united through prayer? It protects us from division from each other. It keeps a guard on our hearts by reminding us of our need for God and desire for Him. So we can ask ourselves, is my prayer disconnected in either of these two areas? Does prayer unite me to God and remind me of the fellowship I get to have with the Creator of the universe every single day? Or does it only unite myself to me? focus too much on just my needs and feelings? What attribute of God do I instead need to remember most in prayer right now for today? Or maybe you can ask, does my prayer unite me to other people? Do I have people, other believers in my life that I'm harboring strife, jealousy, grudges, unforgiveness, or bitterness towards? How could praying for them and even praying again with them remind me of the beauty of the body of Christ, the way we are supposed to be especially united to them? How can reconciliation start with prayer? We live in the legacy of the heroes of the faith. We get to be united to God and others through prayer. So let's keep praying with the prayer Murray guides us in today. Heavenly Father, give me the strength to pray continually and to wait for your promise. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.